I think I'm on. I think I'm on. Oh, I'm on. Keys Dan Show. It's the Keys Dan Show. I need a new theme for the Keys Dan Show. You might hear news. You might learn stuff. You never know what you're going to get on the Keys Dan Show. Whoa, 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 whoa. What's up, party people? It's KeysDanRadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com, coming to you live at a living color from the Radio What Studios, and this is my podcast, The Keys Dan Show. It's an extension of the RadioWhat.com internet radio station that I've been running for quite some time, and if you need DJ services, where do I always send you? DJLittleRock.com. One more time, DJLittleRock.com. Check availability and get a free price quote, and maybe you could have me at your next event. You know I like to party with the people. If you like pina coladas. Why is that song stuck in my head? I don't know. I don't know. Sometimes music just gets stuck in my head. You ever had an earworm like that? Of course you have. You ever heard heard a song just in the morning, and that song stays with you all day long in some form or another like you sing the hook you sing the chorus you sing a little bit of the verses you sing the bridge and it just keeps going it's an earworm it's stuck in your head all day long (laughs) i like that i like when it happens you know but uh, from what i've been told psychology says psychology says that just finish the song if you want that song to get out of your head finish the song it doesn't matter if the words are correct when you finish the song just finish the song come up with a come up with an ending for the song if you like pina colada oh yeah done it's out of your head see that's it that's what you do just finish the song <laughs> all right party people well it's uh today is what is, what day is it I, I i gotta look these things up before i get on the podcast that would be great it's monday march 29th 2021 and it's this is the keys dan show where i fill my head up with knowledge and while i'm at it might as well fill up your head too if you like the sound of my voice you stick with me uh this week's shows on friday night i will be at the rab in conway arkansas that's the video dance party karaoke jam my public show my faithful public show that's uh, on april 2nd oh and guess what april 3rd saturday night i will be back at the rab so that's two 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 nights in a row at the rab in conway arkansas yeah i like it i like it a lot i get to see not only the the friday night people where you got the full bar, the kitchen's open, the pool tables, the pool tournament on Friday nights. Last week at the pool tournament at the Rab, one man, one man. I'm not going to say his name because I don't want you rolling him in the parking lot when you see him. One man took home two thousand dollars because he was skilled at playing pool it's called a, a break and run i'm learning this i'm learning the terms where you break and then you run all the balls off the table and he did it and he got two thousand dollars well what they do is every week they throw a little bit of money in the pot throw a little bit of money in the pot throw a little bit of money in the pot well the pot got so big two thousand dollars went into his pocket and he got to spend it. Nice stimulus check. Yeah. And he earned it. He earned it. 
playing pool at the Rab in Conway, Arkansas. Hey, and then Saturday night, there's no pool tournament, so those 10 diamond-style professional pool tables are at your disposal. So both shows start at 8 p.m., and they go until about 12.30 in the AM. At least that's the karaoke show. We all have to be on the other side of the door by 1 a.m. You know, it's the it's the law. We, we don't want to go to jail. Uh, now, we're still wearing masks on the way in, and we're walking around, wear your mask, trying to keep each other safe during this COVID thing. All right. Hey, and if you want to tell your story or hear the stories of others, I encourage you to check out my other podcast, What Makes You Famous. Find it everywhere using the hashtag What Makes You Famous. Now, on with the show. Today on the program, 10 things you need to know today for Monday, March 29th, 2021. 10 things you need to know today. Number one. Biden set to unveil major infrastructure proposal. President Biden plans to present his next big spending push in two pieces, starting with the unveiling of a massive infrastructure proposal this week. White House Press Secretary Jen Psaki said on Fox News Sunday, the plan includes spending on bridges and roads that could have bipartisan appeal as well as green energy programs that are part of Biden's efforts to fight climate change. In April, Biden will present the second part of his plan, which will center around child care and health care programs. Saki said, Democrats argue that Biden's spending plans will boost growth and household incomes while making the economy more productive. Republicans say the spending would be wasteful and require big tax increases this is according to the wall street journal number two minneapolis braces for opening arguments in chauvin murder trial the city of minneapolis braced monday for opening arguments in former police officer Derek chauvin's murder trial for the death of george floyd an unarmed black man who died in custody last may a bystander video showed Chauvin pressing his knee into Floyd's neck for nearly nine minutes during an arrest attempt. The case sparked widespread protests against police brutality and fueled the Black Lives Matter movement. Quote, we all saw the video. What do you all think? Think he's guilty? End quote. DJ Hooker, a Twin Cities activist, said at a Sunday protest at a vigil. The Reverend Al Sharpton, founder and president of National Action Network, said the trial was about showing, quote, that a police officer must face the law just like everybody else, end quote. Chauvin's lawyers deny he caused Floyd's death, blaming drugs and Floyd's under underlying health conditions. This is according to The Guardian and Star Tribune. Number three, ship blocking Suez Canal partially refloated the suez canal authority said monday that the massive cargo carrier blocking the waterway had been 80 percent refloated and that tugboats would try again at the next high tide to free the grounded vessel quote it is good news end quote said osama rabbi a chairman of the suez canal authority quote we are not finished yet but it has moved end quote at least 320 vessels are waiting to pass through from the Red Sea to the Mediterranean or vice versa, costing billions of dollars a day. 
The engineers have been working to clear the ship, digging the protruded bow out from the bank and vacuuming up sand from the bottom of the canal. They had been hopeful that high spring tides accompanying Sunday's full moon would aid the effort. This is according to the Washington Post and BBC News. Number four, UN official accuses Myanmar military of mass murder. The United Nations special reporter for Myanmar, Tom Andrews, said, oh, accused Myanmar's military of, quote, mass murder, end quote, and urged other nations to isolate the military junta that seized power in a February 1st coup. Security forces on Sunday fired on people at the funeral of a student killed in the military's crackdown on protesters against the coup. It was not immediately clear whether anybody in the crowd at the funeral was wounded or killed, but at least nine people died elsewhere on Sunday. At least 114 people died on Sunday in the bloodiest day of the military's crackdown. At least 423 people have been killed since the military seized power from the country's elected leaders, according to the latest tally by the nonprofit Assistance Association for Political Prisoners. This is according to the Associated Press and CNN. Number five, Pope Francis, devil using pandemic to sow distrust. Pope Francis said during Palm Sunday services that Satan is using the coronavirus pandemic to create conflict and divide people. Quote, the devil is taking advantage of the crisis to sow distrust, desperation and discord. End quote. The Pope said at St. Peter's Basilica, although COVID-19 restrictions kept the crowds away from Holy Week events for the second year. Italy imposed new lockdown restrictions last month as another wave of infections hit Europe. Francis said communities are facing increasing difficulties as pandemic drags on and economic problems continue. Quote, last year we were shocked. This year we are more under pressure and the economic crisis has become heavy. End quote, Francis said. This is according to The Hill. Number six, Biden administration works toward vaccine passports. The Biden administration is working with private companies to develop a system of so-called vaccine passports that will make it possible for people to show that they have received a COVID-19 vaccination. The Washington Post reported Sunday, citing several government officials. The effort comes after President Biden promises to work toward a return to normal as more Americans are vaccinated and more businesses reopen. Businesses that depend on large crowds, including cruise lines and sports teams, have vowed to require proof of vac vaccination to protect customers. The White House declined to comment but referred to earlier comments by coronavirus coordinator Jeff Zients. Quote, our role is to help ensure that any solutions in this area should be simple, free, open source, accessible to both to people both digitally and on paper, and designed from the start to protect people's privacy, end quote, Zion said at a March 12th briefing. This is according to the Washington Post. Number seven, four die in Nashville flooding. At least four people were killed and another 130 rescued in flooding caused by near record rainfall in Nashville, Tennessee. 
the Nashville Office of Emergency Management said Sunday. The city declared a state of emergency and rescue crews continued to look forward Oh, look for stranded people after the area got seven inches of rain. Quote, even though it looks beautiful outside, we still want people to be cautious and stay aware, stay alert, stay alive. End quote. Nashville Fire Department Director William Swan said in a Sunday afternoon press conference, the downpour stopped by the middle of the day, but the National Weather Service in Nashville warned people via Facebook to, quote, avoid flooded roadways and roadways and refrain from swimming or walking through flood waters not only could you be unexpectedly swept away but that water could contain chemicals and sewage end quote this is according to npr and cnn number eight who china says bats not lab leak likely is coronavirus origin the joint who china study concludes that it is, quote, extremely unlikely, end quote, that the coronavirus pandemic started with a leak from a Chinese lab, the Associated Press reported Monday, citing a draft copy of the report. Investigators determined that transmissions of the virus from bats to humans through another animal was the most likely origin of COVID-19. The report said further research was necessary to explore several theories, but the possibility but not the possibility of a lab leak in Wuhan, China. Most of the conclusions were in line with what public health experts expected, but critics have cited delays in the release of reports as evidence that China was trying to influence the results. This is according to the Associated Press. Number nine, U.S. men's soccer team falls short of qualifying for Olympics. The U.S. men's soccer team failed to qualify for the Olympics again after losing to Honduras 2-1 in Guadalajara, Mexico on Sunday. Quote, obviously, we're devastated. Absolutely devastated. End quote, said U.S. under-23 coach Jason Kreiss, who was brought on to lead the group that last qualified for the 2008 Olympics in Beijing. Quote, in our locker room, the guys are like... It's a tragedy, a tragedy, end quote. In men's soccer, the Olympics are contested by the under-23 age level teams, while senior national teams focus on competitions like the World Cup and C-O-N-C-A-C-A-F. Concave, I guess. Those are acronyms, I guess. Nations League. The U.S. men's team has played in four Olympics, but never won a medal. They failed to qualify in 2004, 2012, and 2016, and they were knocked out in the first round in Beijing in 2008. The U.S. women's team, reigning World Cup champions, qualified last year and are favorites to win a fifth gold medal in Japan this summer. This is according to the New York Times. Number 10 unbeaten Gonzaga advances to Elite Eight. The men's top overall seed, Gonzaga, qualified for the Elite Eight in the NCAA basketball tournament, blasting past number five seeded Crichton 
on Sunday, 83-65. to Gonzaga is now one victory away from becoming the first undefeated team to make it into the Final Four since Kentucky in 2015. Another number one seed, Michigan, also moved on with a win over Florida State, a number four seed. In the women's tournament, South Carolina advanced to the Elite Eight with a win over Georgia Tech. Stanford, the top overall seed in the women's bracket, joined them by dispatching Missouri State, UConn, Baylor, Arizona, and Indiana, who knocked off top-seeded North Carolina State, also advanced. This is according to the NCAA and ESPN. Sports talk, sports talk. (laughs) That's the 10 things you need to know today for Monday, March 29th, 2021. Thank you so much for listening. You know, at the end of these things, I like to give a little history of what happened on this date in history. Because if you don't study history, you're doomed to repeat it. So on this date in history, March 29th, the U.S. withdraws from Vietnam. Two months after signing the signing of the Vietnamese the Vietnam Vietnam Peace Agreement, the last U.S. Com- combat troops leave South Vietnam as Hanoi frees the remaining American prisoners of war held in North Vietnam. America's direct eight-year intervention in the Vietnam War was at an end. In Saigon, some 7,000 U.S. Department of Defense civilian employees remained behind to aid South Vietnam in conducting what looked to be a fierce and ongoing war with communist North Vietnam. In 1961, after two, after two decades of indirect military aid, U.S. President John F. Kennedy sent the first large force of U.S. military personnel to Vietnam to bolster the ineffectual autocratic regime of South Vietnam against the communist North. Three years later, with the South Vietnamese government crumbling, President Lyndon B. Johnson ordered limited bombing raids on North Vietnam, and Congress authorized the use of U.S. troops. By 1965, North Vietnamese offenses, offensives left President Johnson with two choices, escalate U.S. involvement or withdraw. Johnson ordered the former and troop levels soon jumped to more than 300,000 as U.S. Air Forces commenced the largest bombing campaign in history. During the next few years, the extended length of the war, the high number of U.S. casualties, and the exposure of the U.S. involvement in war crimes, such as the massacre at My Lai, helped turn many in the United States against the Vietnam War. The communist Tet Offensive of 1968 crushed U.S. hopes of an imminent end to the conflict and galvanized U.S. opposition to the war. In response, Johnson announced in March 1968 that he would not seek re-election, citing what he perceived to be his responsibility in creating a perilous national division over Vietnam. He also authorized the beginning of peace peace talks. In the spring of 1969, as protests against the war escalated in the United States, U.S. troops strength in the war-torn country reached its peak at nearly 550,000 men. Richard Nixon, the new U.S. president, began U.S. troop withdrawal and Vietnamization of the war effort that year. But he intensified bombing. 
Large U.S. troop withdrawals continued in the early 1970s as President Nixon expanded air and ground operations into Cambodia and Laos in attempts to block enemy supply routes along Vietnam, Vietnam's bar- borders. The expansion of the war, which accomplished few positive results, led to new waves of protest in the United States and elsewhere. Finally, in January 1973, representatives of the United States, North and South Vietnam, and Viet Cong signed a peace agreement in Paris, ending the direct U.S. military involvement in the Vietnam War. Its key provisions included a ceasefire throughout Vietnam, the withdrawal of U.S. forces, the release of prisoners of war, and the reunification of North and South Vietnam Vietnam through peaceful means. The The South Vietnamese government was to remain in place until new elections were held, and North Vietnamese forces in the South were not to advance further nor be reinforced. In reality, however, the agreement was little more than a face-saving gesture by the U.S. government. Even before the last American troops departed on March 29th, the communists violated the ceasefire, and by early 1974, a full-scale war had resumed. At the end of 1974, South Vietnamese authorities reported that 80,000 of their soldiers and civilians had been killed in fighting during the year, making it the most costly of the Vietnam War. On April 30th, 1975, the last few Americans still in South South Vietnam were airlifted out of the country as Saigon fell to communist forces. North Vietnamese Colonel Bui Tin, accepting the surrender of South Vietnam, Vietnam later in the day, remarked, quote, you have nothing to fear. Between Vietnamese, there are no victors and no vanquished. Only the Americans have been defeated. End quotes. The Vietnam, the Vietnam War was the longest and most unpopular foreign war in U.S. history and cost 58,000 American lives. As many as 2 million Vietnamese soldiers and civilians were killed. Whew, that's this date in history, March 29th. See if there's any good news here. Good news. In history, March 29th, 60 years ago today, residents of Washington, D.C. were finally given the right to vote in U.S. presidential elections. As the U.S. capital city, the District of Columbia is a special federal district, not a state, and therefore never had voting representation in Congress like people living in the 50 states. The, uh, the adoption of a new compromise, the 23rd Amendment to the Constitution, officially granted the district the same number of electoral votes to be cast for the president and vice president as that of the least populous state. The, this right was first exercised by D.C. citizens in the 1964 presidential election won by Lyndon Johnson, 1961. Ah, and days of the year. I always like to look at the daysoftheyear.com calendar. Let's see. There's always something fun going on. Today is Niagara. Let's see. Monday, March 29th, 2021 is Niagara Falls Runs Dry Day. Pay It Forward Day. Okay, World Piano Day, Uh uh-huh, Smoke and Mirrors Day, man, I got to know more about the, oh, and it's also Lemon Chiffon Cake Day, well, out of those five, I want to know what happened to make it Niagara Falls Runs Dry Day, 
what is that? Oh, okay, it's pretty short. On March 29th, 1848, ice blockages caused rivers to run dry and reduce the flow of water to such an extent that Niagara Falls, 3,160 3, tons of water per second flow came to a halt. Locals celebrate with Niagara Falls Runs Dry Day. And with plenty of great hotels in the area, it's not hard, it's not hard to come celebrate with them. Okay. All right. And then uh, the other one that I was kind of interested in, okay, is Smoke and Mirrors Day. What is that? March 29th. Deceit, deception, illusion. Celebrate these and all other types of trickery with Smoke and Mirrors Day. A festive time dedicated to the art of fraudulent cunning. The phrase, it's all smoke and mirrors, refers to the way in which magicians use all manners of distraction to make sure the audience fails to see what's really going on. The more complex the artifice, the more successfully the magician will get away with it. One of the really fun things about magicians is that some of what they do is sleight of hand while other parts of their work are based simply on science and mathematics. No matter the case, it's all about making sure what happens is hidden from the viewer. Although in a rather different context, another interesting example of smoke and mirrors is legalese. This constitutes that incredibly convoluted language that attorneys and other legal professionals use to make sure that no one else understands what's happening. Politicians have been known to try that sort of thing as well. But Smoke and Mirrors Day is more about magic and illusion. History of Smoke and Mirrors Day. The magical arts, while developed over time, have been around for thousands of years, evidenced by cave drawings from ancient Egypt that depict performances of the still-used cups and balls trick. The history of illusionist tricks can be traced through the Greeks and Romans, through the Dark Ages, and eventually into the 18th century, where magic developed rapidly as it moved from a circus sideshow to its own stage. In comparison to this history, the term smoke and mirrors is fairly new, having been used for only two centuries or so, first documented in 1770 when used by German charlatan and mason Johann George Schroepfer, S-C-H-R-O-P-F-E-R, Schroepfer. This trick of illusion used the obvious and expected tools, smoke and mirrors. In addition, a hidden projector, originally called a magic lantern, was typically involved in the trick, as light shining in just the right place bounced off the mirrors through the smoke, creating a fantastical form. In case in the case of Schroepfer, the illusionist was trying to fool the audience into believing that they were seeing conjured spirits. The trick caught on from there and was used in a variety of ways to fool people for various reasons. Today, the term smoke and mirrors can be applied to almost anything that turns out to be a fraud or misrepresentation of what is actually happening. And it is developed into a day that is used to celebrate the very trickery and cleverness of magic. How to celebrate Smoke and Mirrors Day. In honor of all things illusionary and magical for Smoke and Mirrors Day, consider these fun activities. Learn some magic tricks. 
how to how best to celebrate this auspicious day go back to its roots try a bit of magic there are lots of easy magic tricks that will amaze your friends while learning actual tricks that include smoke and mirrors might not be so simple for the beginner it doesn't hurt to try some of these tricks youtube videos are helpful a helpful tool for learning and see what tricks can be used to leave friends and family wondering how they were done cup through the table huh here's one it's a trick of the eye and only requires a cup a piece of paper large enough to cover it a table and a coin or small ball just a bit of practice and the cup secretly moves from on top of the table underneath it wait the cup secretly moves from on top of the table to underneath it interesting okay i'd like to check that youtube video i'm gonna have to look one up rubber pencil <laughs> not really a trick at all it just in, involves shaking a normal pencil carefully from the end to make it look as if it's bending like rubber this simple trick doesn't involve anything more than a bit of practice oh yeah i remember that as a kid just kind of shaking the pen and just your eyes uh, you know with the, the the frames per second that your actual human eye looks at uh, you, you think it's bending instant ice more science than magic this little trick uses a bottle of purified water that has been frozen for two hours and something cold to pour it onto such as an ice pack simply pour out the cold water onto the ice pack and see how quickly the water forms into an icy mountain oh that's cool another way to celebrate today is watch a film about magic for those who don't feel so keen about learning magic tricks themselves plenty of illusions and magic are available through documentaries and films old and new such as now you see me 2013 an action drama featuring a team of heist worthy illusionists that keeps the viewer on edge of their on the edge of their seats and wondering the whole time the all-star cast includes jesse eisenberg mark ruffalo isla fisher mark morgan freeman and many more the film also has a sequel now you see me too <laughs> the prestige 2006 christian bale and hugh jackman and david bowie team up to tell the story of two rival magicians who work to compete their finest to complete their finest tricks in 1800s london houdini 1953 with tony curtis playing the title character and sharing the screen with janet lee this film dramatizes the story of harry houdini from when he was a carnival act until he performed his most famous escape artist tricks for the world the illusionist 2006 with edward norton and jessica beale this film tells the story of a love-struck magician in the early 1900s vienna another way to celebrate today visit a magic museum or a show in honor in honor this magical and scientific day consider visiting a museum that specializes in the art of smoke and mirrors small or large these types of museums can be found in various cities and towns the world over including the house of houdini houdini in budapest hungary claiming the largest collection of houdini artifacts in europe this museum doubles as a performance venue for the illusionary arts museum of magic and illusion illusionism sound san, san uh, sao paulo brazil 
with a large collection of books, arts, and videos, as well as devices used by illusionists. This place offers fascinating insight into the culture of magic for children and adults. American Museum of Magic, Marshall, Michigan, USA. Housing the largest collection of magical paraphernalia and illusions in the United States. This museum showcases an extensive collection by the famous Harry Blackstone Sr. Ripley's Believe It or Not Auditorium or Museum. A popular place to find the weird and amazing. These auditoriums and museums can be found in places such as London, UK, Copenhagen, Denmark, Pattaya, Thailand, Surfer's Paradise, Australia. Australia, Dubai, UAE, and many other places in North and Central America. Whatever way is chosen to celebrate, paying heed to Smoke and Mirrors Day is a fun way to give a lighthearted nod to those who engage in illusions and magic. David Copperfield's Guinness World Records, known particularly for his illusions that go hand in hand with his stories, David Copperfield is an American magician who holds 11 world records, including most magic shows performed in a year, largest illusion ever staged, largest magic work archive, and largest international television artist audience for a magician. Wow. <laughs> ah, that's a little bit about what to do march 29th 2021 that was smoke and mirrors day at the end i'm keys dan this is the keys dan show i'm trying to fill my head with knowledge <laughs> hopefully you fill some fill your head with some knowledge too i see deborah crows watching on the facebook i record these live at various times during the day on twitch youtube and facebook yeah so find me and uh Hey, if you'd like to tell your story or hear the stories of others, I encourage you to check out my other podcast, What Makes You Famous. Find it everywhere using the hashtag What Makes You Famous. Also, I did a wedding last night. Yeah, a Sunday night wedding. I DJed a wedding last night. It's what I do. That's my primary source of income. You know, for uh, well, my 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 main thing, uh, the the thing I like to do. For uh, but uh, it was a, a wedding. Uh, it was Spanish and English, and it was two cultures coming together. It was reggaeton. It was country music. It was baladas. It was uh, pop music. It was so good. But the main thing I want to talk about is the venue. It was at the venue at Oakdale in Sherwood, Arkansas. What a nice place and brand new. Still got that new venue smell. It was really, really good. The staff was wonderful. Now, I'm a video DJ. I, I like doing, uh, you know, video DJ, video uh, dance parties and karaoke jams too. Well, I always bring a little television set. Now, I'll, I'll put it up on my speaker stand. And that way, you know, you can watch music videos. And if you want to do karaoke, the words are there. And if you want to have like a story of your life while you're doing the wedding, you know, I can put them up on the screen. Well, they had two big giant televisions on the wall one right behind me in the corner and one in the opposite corner well todd now you know i talked to carol first she's one of the the staff there she was wonderful i told her wow it'd be great if i could take over those tvs and she said well let me talk to todd he's the technician he's the engineer and sure enough within 15 minutes he had that whole place rewired to where all i had to do was plug in one hdmi cord from my computer to those tvs and we had 
a big giant video dance party, which was great because uh, little did I know the couple was planning, well, not the couple, the bride was planning a special little video montage that she didn't tell me about, but I found out during the show and it was able to, to get it and put it into my computer and, and popped it up on the screen. What a great moment. She made this whole video presentation Spanish translated to English story of their life how they met so beautiful and it was nice because I bring a 32 inch television you know most of the time but they had these 50 or 60 inch televisions I, they were probably 60 inch televisions up on the wall and it was nice to have that big uh, surface area I mean sometimes I'll, if the if the occasion calls for it I'll bring a, a projector and we'll project it you know 180 inches or what have you but uh yeah it was good it was nice the the venue at oakdale in sherwood arkansas great great people great staff great room all right party people that's it for this edition of the keys dan show if you'd like to watch me play uh play uh, video games you can do that as well. Uh, find that using the hashtag KeysDanGaming. Have I thrown enough hashtags at you? Possibly. All right, that's it for me. It's KeysDanRadioWhat.com, DJLittleRock.com. Peace. I'm out of here.